You're listening to Everyday Parents, a day in the life podcast. We share the everyday routines of parents from all kinds of families. Our episodes start with getting to know each guest family, then go through their daily routine and wrap up with some reflective questions about parenting. I'm Jerome Cluck, a stay-at-home dad to our daughter, Charlie, and half of your hosting team. And I'm Caitlin Kirby, Jerome's wife, Charlie's mom, and your podcast co-host. On today's episode, we have Faith. Faith and her husband share five kids together. He came into the relationship with two boys, and she came into their relationship with her daughter, who her husband adopted, and then they had twins together. So just a note before we get into today's episode, we spoke with Faith for a little over an hour, and we decided to carve out a section of the interview and reserve it for our Patreon feed. So Faith spends a little while telling a very harrowing story about the delivery process for her twins, a stay in NICU, the relocation of those twins in NICU, and we had a great time listening to her tell the story, and we think you will too. So check it out over there on the Patreon after the episode for more details. Welcome, Faith. Please tell us a little bit about your family. Well, it's ironic that you say that, and my twins just seem that they need to come and join now. Um, So our family is a little unique in the sense of we are a blended, adopted, and biological family. My husband adopted my daughter, and then we have twins together, and he had two previously to our relationship. What are the ages of everybody? Uh, His are 14 and 10, and then our daughter that we have together is nine and a half. She makes sure to let everyone know she is not a full year younger than her (laughs) brother and then four-year-old twins. I thought I could get an even four and ended up with twins. Um, And then do you have split custody with any of the kids? Uh, Yes. So with my bonus boys, we have a week on week off. Okay. So some weeks you have five kids in the house and then other weeks you have three. Yes. Uh, do twins run in your family or anything? They do not. And they don't even run in my husband's side. And then what do you and your husband do for work? So my husband is a full-time farmer. He's a grain farmer. Um, and then I own my own subscription box business here in Canada. Cool. Where in Canada do you live? We live in Saskatchewan. Is your work flexible enough that you're able to then be home with the at least the younger kids full-time? Yeah, so right out of high school, I had gotten my culinary degree and I was going to be a traveling chef. That was my my dream. And so when I met my husband having three kids, I could afford to go back to work with three kids, having only one every other week. When we had the twins at the time, daycare was outrageous. And I was like, so I work for daycare. Plus, I also have to come up with extra money to pay for my gas to get to work. I guess I'm going to stay at home. And that lasted about two, two and a half years before I said, I I can't. I love being a homemaker, but I just need something more. But realizing with my husband's job, I have to have seeding and harvest. So basically six months out of the year off. I don't know how you go to a new employer and say, hey, can I have like six months off every year paid like is that okay (laughs) decided to just become my own business I realized living in rural Saskatchewan Canada that it's hard to support local 
It's not super easy. And it's not what it used to be living rural. So I, I kind of skipped over this. Was there anything significant that you want to share about pregnancy and birth with any of your kids? Uh, with my first, which would be my oldest daughter, but the middle child, um, she was a vaginal birth. I could have every drug out there I wanted because I was like, this is excruciatingly painful. What is going on? And I was a young, a young mom at the time. So I had... Uh, morphine because I wasn't dilating fast enough. So they were going to send me home. And then all of a sudden, two seconds later, I was dry heaving because the nurse that was on shift forgot to give me gravel with the morphine. So I guess it's to help settle your stomach when you have this drug help with the pain. She like, we overheard her. She had worked a double shift and was tired. And she's like, oh shit, the gravel. And I was like, the what? And they're like, oh, no okay we're just gonna have you sit in the waiting room now because you're not gonna have fun and I was like thanks but they were so over capacitated that I just kind of did a quarter of my labor in the labor delivery waiting room I felt so bad for anybody that ever walked past it or like came in because I was on all four moaning like a cow was the only way I can ever describe it <laughs> So I couldn't imagine how these people are like, what is going on? Get back in the car. We're going to a different hospital. Right. <laughs> this is unacceptable. So after that, I got into my own room. They said, do you want an epidural? I said, yep. Like anything you can give me, give me. So they were like, do you want gas until we can get you the epidural? I said, yeah, give me that too. I don't care. I just need it all. I pushed once and then I looked at the doctor and I said, can we do a C-section? Like, I don't, I don't really want to continue. He's like, her head is out. No, keep pushing. I was like, oh, but I'm just tired. He's like, push. So what, were you just like so high at that point that you were, you were just like, cut, cut me open or? Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, it's okay. Like, we're good to go. And he's just like. <laughs> You have one more push. And that, like, from the start of me pushing till my daughter coming out was 10 minutes. Wow. Uh, fast forwarding to present day, what does your support network look like for your family? So we don't have a very strong network. Um, and I think that's just because of where I'm located. So with my business, I've kind of created that network for other moms, which in return has now become a network for me to lean on sometimes, which has become a beautiful thing I never thought would be possible of happening for myself. But I've reached out over the phone call conversations. Um, there was an app that I actually had gotten into. Um, it's called BetterHelp. Um, ironically enough, it's a U.S.-based app. It's not a Canadian-based. So they were like, we can help you, but you have no insurance. And I was like, I'm not leaving my house because I don't want to deal with doctors. So like, I'm just inching my way back into this thing. So I've I've done better help. I've gotten better with my doctor. Um, realizing from the PTSD, I also had severe postpartum depression um, I had postpartum rage, which really took a toll on my family. And we're just starting to finally navigate through those things. And um, being open and honest with my older children has really helped. Let's hear about a day in the life then. What time do you get up and what happens first? 
I know it's going to be early because you're a farm family. Yeah. And um, crazy enough, only seed and harvest, we have to get up early. Besides that, we don't have to, which is really nice. So because I'm a play school teacher, um, I get up at 3 a.m., which sounds crazy, to go and prep my classroom. And then I come home. I get my three kiddos ready. Now, with them being 14, 10, and nine and a half, the 14-year-old usually doesn't let me pack lunch anymore. He's past that stage. (laughs) The 10-year-old, I try and help pack because sometimes he just will pack a full lunch of candy, and that's about it. (laughs) And... My nine and a half year old, so my oldest daughter, she, um, because of YouTube, they have shown how parents will like cut their sandwiches and cool designs and things like this. She's like every day now, mom, can you do a different design? And I'm like, no, I really don't want to. So she'll, she'll usually do that and I'll pack her snacks and then they're on the bus for 730 in the morning. Then I get my other two up my twins up. And during this time, usually my husband, I've made him coffee or he's made himself coffee. I'm not a coffee person. I just run off water first thing in the morning, which people are like, how do you do it? I just, I've never been into coffee. Caffeine is not my, my energy source. It's usually an energy drink kind of thing. So he's often going, he is not a morning person. And same with, um, My one twin, she is not a morning person, or the other one is. So usually it's a bit of a struggle in the morning for each of them because one is like, good morning, wake up. And the other one's like, no, I'm not ready for this. Leave me alone. It's interesting to get them going. We get off. Uh, We get to uh, play school about 8 o'clock, finish prep work. Kids start to show up. So from 9 to 11, we're at school. And then we come home and have lunch with my husband. What is the age range at the school? Uh, We are three, four, and five. So then my husband comes home. We have lunch. We usually do some cleaning in the afternoon. Yeah. Right, Mommy? (laughs) Um, Because uh, the twins have been with me since day one. They haven't had much daycare. Recently, the last year, they've been put into daycare just because my business has taken off to the point where they need to be they love to clean which is crazy like they love their favorite job is cleaning toilets all time favorite thing I have to hide the cleaning solution and the toilet (laughs) or they will clean like all day every day in the toilet so then we'll clean and then the kids get home off the bus at four o'clock um, now that we're back into the winter time, my one, all three of my daughters now actually have dance <laughs> class. One day of the week we do dance. The other two days of the week we do hockey. So we drive off to hockey, get them all. Hockey for which kids? This year it's all five. <laughs> wow. So this year will be interesting to have five kids. But the cool thing is we only have three hockey teams. The twins are on a hockey team. Yeah. Um, our daughter and son are on a hockey team because they're only six months apart. And yeah. then my oldest is on another team. So it's only three hockey teams we have to run after for five kids, which I think is pretty unique. Not a lot of people can say they can do that. Yeah, so with my daughter being adopted, she doesn't remember um, her biological father. Um, she got adopted at the age of two, two and a half. Um, so she sees her other brother 
as her brother. So it's interesting to watch them have twin aspects, but not have twin aspects. So, um, and then also being a girl and a boy, she, uh, she's not the typical, even though she loves her dance, she holds last year, she holds the most penalty minutes in our league. Everyone needs an enforcer. It's not like she is a gentle person on the ice. She knows how to hold her own. And I think that is because of her brother, because when they have full padding on and they're on the ice, oh, I slipped into my sister, right? Yeah. (laughs) How does dinner work on evenings when you all are running around to activities? Uh, We eat in my car. Usually the kids will have a quick snack before hockey and then a quick snack after hockey. We don't have a big full meal um I used to cook a crock pot meal and then we would alternate who would eat because we'd be on the road driving but they they just finally looked at me and they're like I really don't want to eat it and I was like you know I scream and yell at you to eat is is it needed like can we just have a small snack and a small snack and call it good you know I don't really want to cook it so right (laughs) so we just we decided as a family that we'd have a small snack before and a small snack after which is usually like a bowl of cereal or some soup or a sandwich so it's still a lunch meal in the roundabout way it's just not a full um, big supper like we're used to here so what I've also found interesting because I struggled with not cooking that mom guilt of like no they have to have a supper like and supper has to be three courses and a big and my oldest and I researched that in other parts of the country supper is a small meal breakfast is your large meal lunch is kind of your hold off meal and then supper is a smaller meal because you're kind of getting ready to go to bed so so that kind of made me feel a little bit better so that made me feel really good we worked on that together and came up with the solution that you know even if we don't do it here, somebody somewhere does it. So we're happy. We'll have our small, two small snacks and call it a day. So what happens in the evening around bedtime? Uh, so bedtime, my 14-year-old showers in the morning. And then my 10-year-old, he's at that awkward stage now, like 10 years old, like it's puberty. And even if he doesn't have hockey, I still make him shower every night and he hates me for it. But I'm like, no. <laughs> You need to shower every night, bud. (laughs) Good for you. Right? It's like, no, we're getting to the point where you should probably shower every night. In your best interest. Um, And then my, so usually it's um, a rock, paper, scissors is how we determine who gets to shower first and who gets to shower second with my daughter and my son. So they do that and it's just the luck of the draw. We time showers because I've realized that if we don't time showers, One will take extra long just so the other one has a cold shower. (laughs) And they have said, I literally just stand there even though I am done because I want my sibling to be cold. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, okay, we'll time it. Um, And then the twins um, will have a bath. And sometimes their routine for bedtime is a little different because sometimes we'll bath at night. Sometimes we'll bath midday. It'll just depend on our schedule. Everyone gets tucked in. Good night. I love yous. Do you and your husband tackle bedtime together? Is one of you kind of the default? 
Yeah, I would say I'm more of the default just because during seeding and harvest, he is gone, but we FaceTime. So he, if he's not physically there with me, he is on the phone doing bedtime routine, but it's usually me telling people, Kate, your shower, Kate, your bed, Kate, your snack, to keep everyone on routine where he's more of a fly by the seat of your pants person. And I'm like, no, we need to <laughs> keep on cue here. And then right now my twins are going through a little bit of a, a stage where one, like I'd said before, one's a morning person, one is not a morning person. So that then returns to one is a night person and one is not. And right now with, with our house, because we weren't expecting twins, uh, we thought we could get away with our five-bedroom house. And I was like, twin share rooms. Well, now it's come to the point where like one will sit there and be like, hey, are you awake? Hey, what are you doing? Are you sleeping yet? Are you sure you're sleeping? Can you just wake up? I'd like to talk to you. And the other one's like, go to sleep. Leave me alone. And I'm like, oh, goodness. So then that happens for about half an hour. And the older middle two, then they chime in and it's go to sleep. Stop talking. So I usually go up and I say, I love you guys. And they're like, we don't love you right now. We want to sleep and no one's sleeping. <laughs> so this has been a, a couple weeks of us doing this on and off of, I just love everyone. And they're like, we just want to sleep. Can we sleep yet? And I'm like, we're trying. <laughs> So after they're in bed, um, like, do you have cleanup to do from the day? I know you mentioned you do some of it during the day, but are you doing like dishes and laundry and stuff at that point? I am probably one of those odd unicorns. I don't clean at night. I would much rather spend my day cleaning than my night because I find that's my time. That's me and my husband's time. Um, so I will either do some work or my husband and I will watch an episode of whatever TV show. Again, I usually have to limit us because we are definitely the type of people to indulge. So one episode will turn into four episodes and then we're up till 2 a.m. and we're going, oh, this hurts our body. It just kind of depends on what my night looks like, but I'm definitely, I will leave my sink full of dirty dishes. I will leave my floor unswept because I'm thinking I got tomorrow to worry about that tonight I just want to have me when do you do your grocery shopping and do you do it with the kids along so again I'm probably a unicorn when I say this my husband does all the grocery shopping hey okay but does nice. he take the kids along or no he just does that when he's out and about okay yeah I wish I wish he would take the kids along um there's actually times where we will there's times where we'll actually hire babysitters and me and him will go grocery shopping together Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> yeah, right? So that's our date night. We hire our babysitter oh. and then we go together. Um, but usually he is the main main person that does the shopping. Yes, a very prudent use of a babysitter. Good for you guys. It used to be okay with three kids, but now that there's five, like, it just, it's nuts trying to go into a store. Well, I'm sure everyone who would be at the store with you appreciates your decision making on that. And everyone, like... I understand society nowadays having five children is really strange, but like everyone just stares at you. I had six siblings growing up and I was the youngest. And so anytime we went anywhere, it was like a clown car. Like people just kept pouring out of the car. Right? Yeah. Awesome. So I know exactly, I know exactly what you're dealing with. Yes. 
Greetings, listeners. Caitlin and Jerome here, checking in to remind you of all of those things we like to remind you about, including on our website, everydayparentspod.com. You can find a guest FAQ and application if you want to be on the podcast. We also have links there to our social media sites. You can also find those in the show notes. And we have expanded episode descriptions and transcripts available for the episodes on our website. We've also gone back and inserted an audio Easter egg into one of our previous episodes. If you find it and time code it for us, we will give you $100,000. You'll know it when you hear it. So go ahead, listen back and... Let us know when you find it. We'll be here waiting. For legal reasons, I feel like I have to say that is a joke. We end every podcast with three wrap-up questions. Uh, I'll give them to you all up front. Uh, What would you say has been an example of a parenting win recently? What would you say has been an example of a parenting challenge? And when you're not being a parent, what do you like to do to unwind? other than your evening TV show? Um, so parenting win would be, mm, see, that, that should be like a really easy one to say, but like, <laughs> like I have a parenting win, but like my daughter will kill me. Everyone's allowed to have that embarrassing moment of their parent. Um, my daughter asked me to help her shave her armpits. Hey, well, that's a new one for us. That's great. I <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt bad asking you any of these with the kid right next to you, but uh, oh, look at you. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I was so excited. I was so happy. And I was like, can I throw you a party? And I'm just, and my husband was like, stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, stop. So that would be my parenting win right now is that I got to shave my daughter's armpits with her. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, because... <laughs> I don't know. All, all of those moments are still fresh in my brain from when I was a kid, but I can't wait or imagine being on the older end of watching all of this come rushing back and seeing it from the other side. It's got to be so funny. Right. And like, I even like grew out my armpit hair just to Oh like... my God, look at you. That's so I nice. know, right? I'm that mom. I'm that mom. Wow. <laughs> um, I think a parenting fail would be my 14-year-old teenagers are fun he's just going through that owly 14 year old teenager stage right now um so today like i went to the school to uh show the kids my new vehicle and they're with their mom right now and i was like hey buddy and it was and he walked the other way i was like am i not cool enough anymore for you to be like hey so i was like oh no a little upset and something that I do when I like to unwind would be um drink some scotch I'm a scotch girl I know right like I'm a I'm a unicorn of a person (laughs) yeah no Canadian rye whiskey or anything what what kind of scotch do you even get up there I like a dark scotch but like I haven't drinking in so long drinking drinking I don't know what that like in so long since I've had the twins and I used to enjoy my scotch. Like I'd sit down to a book and scotch cause I'm not a wine drinker, but because I haven't drinking in so long, I've just been doing like a shot of tequila okay. and calling it a night. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right. Um, well, thank you for taking some time to sit down with us and share a day in the life of your family. And it was wonderful to yeah. see your kid. <laughs> Hello there. 
And this is the other twin. So she's the shy one, but she's the night one. So she's just like, I don't really talk. Where the other one, they're identical. So the other one was just like, in the camera the whole time. <laughs> I love the dichotomy of night twin and day twin. That's right? really romantic. <laughs> Faith and her blended family with five kids. You wouldn't see this unless you watched our videos on the Patreon, but she is a pro with the mute button. You might also not see it if you watch it on the Patreon because we'll edit around the silence and I don't know if we got the video. Only one way to find out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there would be moments where I wasn't sure if we just lost audio because she's so casually like looking around the room and then after an eighth of a second, you're like, oh, she's corralling her children and then she'd be right back on without missing a beat it was a joy to watch i wish i'd asked more both for myself and for you listener uh kind of what her husband's schedule and routine is like during the day i am glad we at least got to learn that he does the grocery shopping um because that's a question that i i intend to ask more often but it often gets lost in the shuffle yeah five kids that's got to be about a record for us, right? About, yeah. I think the others with that a similar number are also blended families. Right. And sometimes just a nice quiet trip to the grocery store. You think, you know, it's a little bit of a win-win. Take your time, maybe do some price comparisons. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know, like, the layout of our grocery store, Jerome. You and I used to go together all the time, and it would feel like a date. Like, they go yeah. on grocery store dates. I totally get that. And then... Now you and Charlie go during the day, and I'm not around. So I don't know how long her kid was in the room, but I think I might have cussed in front of them too, which we may have to edit around. But the kid then corrected their mom for cussing and didn't correct me. Faith. You gotta have faith. <laughs> I'm sure that's a real original one. 